Welcome to this podcast, our storytelling of unusual stories. If you're just now tuning in, it's the first podcast with us. We do have an introduction and about podcast that you can listen to, know a bit more about what the stories are about, why they're told like they are, and what the inspiration was in all of that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get into uh, the story I'm going to tell today. I always do this with every story and let you know kind of what's in it before we get it too far into it, just so that if you have younger children, um, you know whether or not, you know, you can get make a better judge on whether or not to let them listen to that one or choose a different one. Uh, because these um, stories, though they are catered towards children, they're catered towards older children usually, and the real, real young children, yeah, there's a lot of things in there that could be real scary to them or um, very upsetting to them. In this story, there might be a few little things that might be scary to a few younger children, but most of it is, is um, if, it, if anything is going to be upsetting, it's going to be the, the battle. There is a battle in this, and it's a mortal one, so... If you wouldn't let them watch The Lion King, you're not going to let them listen to this. Because it's that sort of battle. There's one very, very evil villain in this story as well. That does a lot of upsetting things. But it is very much a story of right versus wrong. And of when to stand up for yourself and others. This is a story of Little Wolf and the Bad Elf. Once there was a man named Walking Crow. Walking Crow got his name by going on many journeys and walking long distances to find children in need of his help. And he was very, very good at finding them. He could spot them from many, many miles away. Walking Crow had spotted Little Wolf one day. It just so happened that Walking Crow worked for Little Wolf's father. Little Wolf's father was a very, very evil man. Walking Crow knew that if he let Little Wolf's father know the real reason why, then he would not be allowed to help Little Wolf. So he said, If you ever want a break. I know what it's like, I got kids. We actually run a daycare and um, you know, it's it's every week. Right now we got about 10-15 other kids. And little wolf's father, his eyes lit up and said, That would be fantastic. Little Wolf, the first time going and staying with all these other children at this place, Little Wolf thought at first that it would be scary, but when he got there, he realised just how beautiful the place it was. It was a huge field, and beyond the field, there were many, many forests further than the eye could see, and there were all of these tents. It did not feel like a daycare. It felt more like having fun. Little Wolf had never been like in a place like this. And over time, Walking Crow taught Little Wolf many, many things. Walking Crow taught Little Wolf about the magic 
of nature and how everything in nature has magic and that everything is equal and so even something as simple as the grass or an ant should never be stepped on or harmed in such a way especially that would kill it it didn't matter whether you were an ant or a bear or a fern or a big giant tree or a stone in the river we were all the same and we all were just as important as another but it wasn't just the things in the forest that had magic a lot of the people including walking crow had magic as well a lot of the children had magic and walking crow knew that if little wolf's father knew that he was teaching little wolf about magic not only would little wolf be in danger but his entire tribe and all his students and the forest itself would also be in danger little wolf was fairly new still and didn't really trust um, to talk to and play with the other children much because most people in little wolf's life had not been kind if they didn't hurt him they most certainly did not accept him little wolf would look in the mirror and would see that his eyes were different and that his ears were different and that his hair was different little wolf knew he was different he just didn't understand why being different meant that you were not accepted and it was the first time when walking crow talked about everyone being so equally accepted and equally loved in the forest that he thought perhaps at least walking crow he could trust however like i said he didn't trust easy and so most of the time while everyone else was gathered together and playing with one another, Little Wolf decided to sit by himself. And on this day, everybody had just gotten settled and sat down and gathered around each other and begun to play. And Little Wolf was in between, standing in between everybody else on this table. The table was on Little Wolf's left and everyone else was on Little Wolf's right and there was at least ten feet in between Little Wolf and the other children. Somebody came in late, somebody Little Wolf did not recognise and they introduced her as Miss Fox Elf. Miss Foxelf said that she was merely visiting and that she wouldn't stay long 
And Little Wolf thought that odd, because she also said that she was from a very far away place. Why come such a long way in only stay over a very, very short time? It was apparent by the way that several other children looked towards this newcomer that she had been here before. She had been there before because they recognised her and some of them even embraced her. So she's been visiting before and not staying long before. It made Little Wolf even more confused. But, nonetheless, Little Wolf did not ask any questions about that, though he wanted to. The only time Little Wolf ever really couldn't help himself and get involved is when his curiosity got the best of him. And he saw something in Miss Fox Self's hands that piqued his curiosity as she started to walk closer. Miss Fox Self asked if she could put the thing in her hands on the table as she went and played with her friends. And of course, they allowed her to do so. She had to walk past Little Wolf, though, to get to the table. And Little Wolf saw up close what it was in her hands as she did so, and could not resist to ask, What is that? It was not like anything Little Wolf had ever seen before, and in fact it was quite scary to Little Wolf scary and sad at the same time. It was a big bottle, a big clear bottle, and it had a skinny neck on it, and then it had a little cork at the end, and this bottle, inside it, there was a little baby kit fox and this kit fox was attached to all of these metal wires and some of the metal wires were actually going straight through the fox and penetrating the fox's skin and the fox's eyes looked as if it was in pain and they looked as if to say please help me Please, get me out of here. I hurt a lot. Little Wolf grew very angry and mad as he was looking at this contraption. Little Wolf had seen a ship in a bottle before. Never a fox attached to all these these sticks of metal. It looked like filaments. It looked like the little things inside a light bulb, except instead of being attached to one another, they went into the fox. Miss Fox Elf actually did answer Little Wolf.
and told Little Wolf what it was. It's my kit lamp. My kit lamp, I take it with me everywhere, is my favorite thing. You should really see him when he lights up. He, he, he makes it glow. He, the fox makes it glow, just like a light bulb. And when Little Wolf heard that, it made Little Wolf very, very angry. Because she was using the fox to turn on a light, hurting the fox just to turn on a light. Little Wolf thought, does she not know? Maybe I should tell her. You're hurting the fox. It hurts him, and he wants to escape, he wants to be free. You're caging him, and it hurts him. Let him go. But Miss Fox Elf laughed and said, It doesn't hurt him. He likes being in there. He's my best friend, and he would never leave me. But Little Wolf knew that friends don't treat friends like that. The fox couldn't even move, and its fur looked as if it had been electrified over and over and over again, and burnt to a crisp. Miss Fox Elf put the kit lamp on the table, and then looked Little Wolf in the eye and said, with a very strange grin, I'm going to go play with my friends now. Little Wolf was very angry for her to just not care at all, not even care at all that she might be hurting her best friend, and then just leave him there to rot on the table, trapped and in pain. It is at this point that Little Wolf did not know what to do. Because what he wanted to do would require, require him to break a pretty big rule. A rule that you're never supposed to break. He would have to destroy somebody's toy in order to set the fox free. Because there was no way he could get the fox out of the bottle. It was like a ship in a bottle. There was just no way. He'd have to break the glass. Little Wolf thought, I best not, and went to try and sit down next to the other children, or at least further away from the table. But Little Wolf stopped and couldn't move another step and had to look back and check on the little fox. And he saw Again, the look in the little fox's eyes, and they said, Help me, please help me, free me. And little wolf couldn't resist to walk back to the lamp on the table. Little wolf knew that he had only a small amount of time before he was noticed. And he also knew that since the bottle was made of glass, it was highly likely it would cut him. 
But he thought it worth it if he got injured and the fox was free. He was willing to take that chance. He only needed enough time to get the fox free. And then the rest, he could deal with the punishment for breaking the rule and he could deal with getting hurt. He just couldn't stand seeing the fox like that. He had to do something. It was killing him inside. So Little Wolf held out his hands, closed his eyes and turned his head away. And on the edge of the table, bang, bang, bang. But it did not break. Little Wolf knew he'd already made too much noise and he had to do something quick. He couldn't wait. So with all of his might, bang! And finally, finally, the glass broke. And the fox was free. But by that time, the fox elf was already at Little Wolf's feet. Already right in front of Little Wolf. And very, very angry and very, very upset. There's no reason you had to do that. Why did you do that? That was my favorite thing. I carried him with me everywhere. You know what? He belonged to someone really special and they gave him to me. Someone I cherished. Someone I really care about. I took him with me everywhere. And now it's ruined. You did this because you're selfish. You did this out of selfishness. You did this because you're jealous. You don't have one. You're jealous that you're not me. You are so selfish. You deserve to be punished. You're so selfish. You deserve to die. That's what you deserve. Death. All the while, the adults came and saw what had happened and asked Little Wolf what happened. And Little Wolf said, a lie. I, I, was, I, I, was, I was playing with it when I wasn't supposed to, and, and I accidentally broke it. Meanwhile, Mix Fox Elf would not stop yelling at Little Wolf, and continued to degrade Little Wolf, and call Little Wolf a lot of bad names and tell Little Wolf a lot of things that were not true about what he'd done and finally Little Wolf could not resist to let the truth come out. Little Wolf knew that if he said the truth he would be in a lot more trouble because they would know that it was not on accident and that he'd done it on purpose but he did not care. He was not going to be called somebody he was not. I'm selfish. I'm selfish. You're the one that's selfish. You're the one that's evil. You trapped him in there and you hurt him. And you didn't even care. I told you it doesn't hurt him. You can't be stupid enough to know that it doesn't hurt him. I set him free because that is what he deserves, because I couldn't stand to see him in pain. I set him free because he needed to be free, and as long as I live, he is going to stay free. You're going to have to fight me. 
if you ever want to put him back in another bottle. And I don't care. And I'm not afraid to fight you to the death. You're the one that deserves to be punished. You're the one that deserves to be put in a little bottle and electrocuted. And I hope one day you know how the fox feels. And you can know exactly how much pain he had. And all along, as Little Wolf was yelling, Miss Fox Elf pulls her back and turns her head away as if she's expecting Little Wolf to pounce. And Miss Fox Elf, as Little Wolf is yelling, says in a very quiet voice, with a very strange smirk on her face. You'll be sorry for doing this. You'll be very, very sorry. I'm going to cast a spell on you. And you're going to be in a lot, a lot of pain and a lot of misery. And Little Wolf did not care. Little Wolf just kept yelling. About that time, they pulled Miss Fox Elf away from Little Wolf before Little Wolf could say any more. They took Miss Fox Elf into a, in a room by herself, and then they took Little Wolf into a room by himself. And they spoke to Little Wolf. The only reason why I broke it was because I wanted to, I, I lied that first time. The only reason why I broke it is because. I, I needed to set him free. I couldn't see him in pain. It was wrong. I lied at first because I thought thought you wouldn't understand. I, I know you won't, but I've already said it now. A lady came over and put a hand on Little Wolf's shoulder and said, We're not mad. What you did today was a very, very brave thing. It was the right thing. Brave. Brave. I broke a rule. Walking Crow then came over and said, You only broke the rule in order to help somebody. Sometimes we have to break a few rules to do the right thing. You are a warrior and you have a very big heart. Meanwhile, the conversation that we're having with Miss Fox Elf is very, very different. Little Wolf did not really understand how different and what kind of different. Little Wolf just assumed that perhaps they were comforting Miss Fox Elf. But in the other room, the truth of it was, it was indeed a very, very different conversation. Because Miss Fox Elf also told the truth about her intent. 
I'm going to put a curse on him. I am. He deserves it. He deserves to die. He deserves to die just because he broke your toy? He deserves to die. Miss Fox Self, we don't kill people and we don't curse people because they break a toy, especially for the reasons that he deserves death, all of you deserve death, you should be si decide siding, siding with me. Miss Fox Elf got so angry she couldn't even contain her words. They got all jumbled in a mess. She spit on them and she started to scream and yell and she tried to punch one of them but they restrained her and took her away and eventually sent her home. All that Little Wolf knew is that when he was taken back to be with the other children, Mixed Fox Elf was nowhere in sight, and he never saw her at that place ever again. Shortly after, he didn't always put paint on but on this day they did. The paint was for many reasons, and everybody had a lot of the same paint, and certain people had different markings on them, but Little Wolf in the past had always gotten the same ones, and this time his were different. Walking Crow came over to Little Wolf and said, an extra stripe on each cheek to signify that you are a warrior. Little Wolf was very proud of the extra stripes. And like any day, Little Wolf didn't want ever to take the paint off, no matter what the paint was for. Little Wolf always liked wearing it. And when Walking Crow told everyone that it was time for the paint to come off, Little Wolf said, But I really, really like being a warrior. I don't want to stop being a warrior. And therefore, Walking Crow had to explain to Little Wolf, <laughs> You don't stop being a warrior. That's part of your heart. But when the paint comes off, it is time to have fun instead of to go to battle. You will always be a warrior, but you need to choose the time for battle and the time for fun. Right now is the time for fun. Little Wolf was still very upset. Little Wolf still didn't understand why he was not punished. Little Wolf still didn't understand all of what happened. And Little Wolf was getting all these strange looks from the other children, as if they were intimidated or perhaps judging him. Nothing about it felt as if they were happy of what he did. It seemed as if they didn't understand why he did what he did either. They weren't, most of them, weren't really siding with, with Miss Fox Elf, but... They didn't seem to trust him either. 
and he just felt so out of place and he felt as if he would rather just go and sit in a corner and hide. But Walking Crow made him have fun, or at least try to. They brought out the drums and Walking Crow asked Little Wolf to either dance or drum and Little Wolf did not want to do either, especially dance. But Little Wolf eventually could not resist how fun it looked. Little Wolf especially loved the drum and so Little Wolf finally, finally agreed to play one of the drums and for a short moment it seemed as though everybody forgot that Little Wolf was different. It seemed that everybody for a short moment might actually be considering that Little Wolf was not anyone to fear or to hate but somebody just like them. A strange thing happened that Little Wolf did not know. When Little Wolf got very, very mad and Little Wolf screamed, things happened. And he didn't always mean for them to and he didn't always know. And for a long time he didn't know exactly what would happen. But it was of magic and it was out of his control for a very, very long time because of the fact he simply wasn't aware of what was happening. When Little Wolf had told Miss Fox Elf that he hoped she could understand the fox's pain and that she would have to feel what the fox felt. Not only was the rage and the anger in his voice enough to barricade against her spell and cancel it out and enough to shield the fox as well from further pain. It did a little more than that. It did everything he intended. He intended at least in the fantasy of his own mind he didn't mean for it to come true, but it did. Miss Fox Elf eventually felt the pain the fox had felt. And not just the pain of the fox, but the pain of everyone she'd ever hurt. And anyone she hurt in the future. And for 26 years, Little Wolf was oblivious to what had happened to Miss Fox Elf. But 26 years later, randomly, a strange occurrence, they crossed paths. It was almost by fate. That had happened because Little Wolf had forgotten all about Miss Fox Elf. 
and didn't even recognise her. Would you like to explain to me how you're not in pain and how you're still alive? Miss Foxelf said very angrily. I'm sorry I don't understand, said Little Wolf. Now quite a big wolf, actually. I'm an elf. My magic is supposed to be stronger than yours. How are you not in pain? How are you alive? You broke my kit lamp. You not remember. You broke it. You broke my kit lamp. I cursed you. Why didn't it work? If magic doesn't work, then I will kill you with this. Next folks elf drew out a dagger that she crafted by hand with elf silver. It was so spe very special silver that had been impregnated with elf's magic. And it was designed like a poison and a blade at the same time. The blade would slice through all the way through someone's body and then the magic would act like poison. It would kill in seconds. And it was the most excruciating death anyone ever knew. To be stabbed by an elf's dagger. By now Little Wolf knew enough to know not to get stabbed with that. But Little Wolf had not many options. Because Little Wolf had nothing, nothing but his bare hands to fight back with. All he could do is restrain her arms. And he tried and he tried to get the dagger out of her hand, but he couldn't. And every time he would try to let her go, she would come right back at him. He tried perhaps maybe to knock her out and and then run. He didn't want a fight. He just wanted peace. But every time, every time, she would always come back. And one day, when Little Wolf was asleep, Miss Foxelf found a way in with her magic, found a way in even though the doors were locked and the windows were barricaded shut. Miss Foxelf slipped in to his bedroom and watched him sleep and hovered the dagger over his chest. But Little Wolf woke up just in time and Little Wolf didn't have any time to think. He simply pushed her hand away from him, restrained her left arm with his right hand, and grabbed hold of her right arm with his left, the one that had the dagger was her right arm, and he 
twisted that arm so that now the wrist and the hand pointed the dagger towards, straight towards Miss Falk's self instead of towards him. And he thought as he pushed it towards her that she would simply drop it, drop the dagger, and he could get rid of it. But that's not what happened. She didn't drop it in time. She only dropped it after it went into her heart. The dagger killed her. And little Wolf, in a way was sad, in a way relieved, because he knew that after many, many years of this, she always kept coming back. He didn't mean to kill her, he just meant to fight her. And he sat with it for a while, thinking maybe since she's an elf, maybe she has the magic to heal from it. So he pulled the dagger out of the chest, but when he did so, she turned to ash. He thought if he pulled it out, perhaps, perhaps she'd have a chance because that was what was the poison. That was what was, what was hurting her. If he took it out, but she just turned to ash. And as the ash settled, he heard a scream in the distance. A scream of a lost soul, an angered one, an evil one. And after that, never again did Little Wolf hear Miss Folkself or see Miss Folkself. He wondered where she went, where her soul went. He knew she was dead, but he knew she had to be a ghost because he heard the scream of the ghost. Why hadn't she tried to come back? Is it possible, can souls die too? Can a, can a soul die too? Is that what an elf's blade does? Does it kill not only you, but your soul? What have I done? What have I done? Little Wolf began to worry and worry and worry. The regret and the guilt was overwhelming to Little Wolf because he didn't know what happened or why. And sadly, Walking Crow, Walking Crow was miles and miles away. Walking Crow, Little Wolf had not seen in 26 years. Little Wolf did not know where he was. The only one he could ask was the forest. Little Wolf walked into the forest under the light of the moon, sobbing and crying and asking, where did the fox elf go? The wind blew 
and little wolf heard the call of an owl. And then the forest told him. This folk self-spirit lives on, but she is currently being punished for her actions in a place far, far away. That is why you have not ever seen or heard her again. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, said Little Wolf. Don't be, said the forest. You were only defending. This was a battle you could not evade. From then on, Little Wolf could rest with the fact that he did nothing wrong and that, though as grim as it was, he had no guilt or shame any longer. By now, he understood that he was a warrior. He understood that he was born as a warrior and that he simply could not go against what he was. To go against who you are only hinders you and hurts you even further. He'd learned that the hard way many years ago, and so to this day, Little Wolf protects the forest. Any forest, and anything in it, remembering Walking Crow's wise words, to know when to go to battle, and when to have fun.